Welcome to Erin Astrology Podcast. I am your host, professional astrologer Cameron Erin. You can also call me Cam. Welcome to today's episode. Today's episode is going to be all about the sign of Scorpio and talking about Scorpio as we're coming up on Scorpio season. I've been doing an episode on every sign um, and will continue to until we get through all of the signs. And so now that we're coming up on Scorpio season, today is all about Scorpio. Now, I think that perhaps Scorpio is the most misunderstood sign. I just feel like it just gets projected onto way too much. And I think that's partly because it's a water sign. And it's, you know, a sign that's kind of more in touch with like, the darker parts of life. It, it does have an intensity to it, because it is ruled by Mars. So the stereotypes have some elements of truth to them, and I'm going to get into that. But I do think people have projected a, a little bit too much on Scorpios that don't need to be there. I know that I've heard a lot of people, you know, talk about Scorpios in a negative light and, you know, people saying like, oh, I don't like Scorpios. Oh, they're too intense. Oh my gosh, Scorpios. <laughs> I have Saturn and Scorpio. And anybody that was born within a couple years of me will also have Saturn and Scorpio. Um, and I have my south node there too. And then Pluto too, which is a generational planet. A lot of people have Pluto and Scorpio. That's not a personal thing. But, you know, maybe it's because I have Saturn and Scorpio or I have most of my planets in Earth and water signs, but like... I understand Scorpio, and I generally get along well with Scorpios. Now, of course, there's people of every sign that you're just not going to vibe with. <laughs> Seriously, you know, and I have met Scorpios that I don't vibe with, but I've met plenty that I do. So, you know, let's just be clear about that, right? But I do think that there is a, such a thing as sign compatibility, so if most of your planets are in like fire and air signs, yeah, you might find Scorpio to be a, a different kind of intensity than you're used to or that you're familiar with. You know, just have different traits that maybe you're just, are just totally different for, for you, just foreign to you and or you don't know how to be with. But I, I do want to go into and talk more about the sign of Scorpio and, and help give you a better idea of what it is, what it represents. So let's get into it. Scorpio is a fixed sign. It is a nocturnal sign. The moon is nocturnal. It is of the night sect, which the moon rules. It is a water sign. It is the water sign of Mars. Mars rules Scorpio in ancient astrology. I want to talk about this for a little bit. Modern astrology has Pluto ruling Scorpio. This is because 
when we discovered the modern planets of Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, people thought they needed to rule the signs as well. But they kind of messed up the ancient system that was quite sophisticated and it made sense and it had a, a balance to it where every planet rules every sign except for the luminaries, the sun and the moon. The moon rules Cancer, the sun rules Leo, but every other planet, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter, all rule two signs, each rule two signs. But much later on, the discovery of Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto happened, so astrologers that are more modern assigned them to certain signs, and I don't think that they should be, I personally do not think they should be assigned to rule signs because Neptune and Uranus and Pluto are very different planets and they're more generational. They're in signs much longer than the other planets. They're not as personal. You know, they're, they're kind of here to describe more generations of people. And it just doesn't make sense. They don't fit neatly into the system that Hellenistic astrology created that, you know, when you learn that system, it makes sense. It, it's, it's nice and neat and sophisticated and it's balanced. And that's the whole thing about astrology. Astrology, in ancient astrology, everything had balance. You know, there's day and night, right? There's um, every planet ruling two signs each, except for the luminaries. There's two luminaries, right? There's a balance. There's of everything. And so when you add Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto into the mix and you try to make them rulers of signs, it just, it really messes up that balance. It messes up that system that people had for a very long time that then got um, lost, like a lot of, you know, things got, got lost in history, lost along the way, and then kind of a new system, not completely new, but there was um, a new kind of more modern system of astrology that kind of happened. I'm just going over this very briefly. This is not the history of astrology. <laughs> I'm just giving you a little bit of an idea of, you know, what happened. This is not to shade astrologers who do use a more modern approach and have Pluto ruling Scorpio, and some astrologers have both Mars and Pluto ruling Scorpio. That's fine. They can do that. People can do what they want. I personally do not. I keep it to Mars. And I felt like I understood Scorpio a lot better when I saw it through the eyes of Mars instead of Pluto. So I'm going to be talking about the ruler of Scorpio as Mars. And if that's new to you, then... Um, then you'll learn something new. And if you didn't even know any of that, then <laughs> you'll learn something new as well. I do want to say, though, that it's not that Pluto and Scorpio don't have things in common. They do. Um, but I still think that we can understand all of the various nuances and layers of Scorpio when we look at it through Mars. So Mars also rules Aries. And, you know, Mars and Aries they both have like that intensity to them, right? That's one of the stereotypes of Scorpio, and it's a stereotype of Aries too. 
but their intensities are different. So Aries is a daytime sign and Scorpio is a nighttime sign. It's a nocturnal sign. And so, you know, nocturnal is of the moon. And so it's more reflective, right? Because the moon reflects. It's more going inward. It's more going behind the scenes. It's more secretive. It's more quiet. Aries is more out there, more expressive on the outside. It's a fire sign, so it's very fiery and passionate and really needing an outward expression. And Aries, as a cardinal sign, it's like loves to start new things and like, you know, be spontaneous and is like, can be like really in your face, but then it's done. <laughs> Where Scorpio is a lot slower, more, you know, plotting behind the scenes, being kind of quiet about what it's doing and has a different intensity to it, right? Has a slower but piercing intensity and it can still strike and it's still very passionate. It's not so in your face spontaneous. It's been plotting behind the scenes, strategizing, and then it will strike when you least expect it. <laughs> so that's Scorpio. And we want to look at the triplicity rulers of Scorpio as well to better understand this sign. And the triplicity rulers of the water signs, Scorpio is a water sign, are the moon, Venus, and Mars. So again, we have Mars. So definitely Mars, right? And Venus, right? There's a connective and intimate quality to Venus. There is a connective, intimate quality to Scorpio. Um, but it, not for everybody, right? If a Scorpio lets you in, then absolutely, right? Then they will connect and be intimate with you in a deep way, and they will be loyal to you. Scorpio has a loyalty to them. So does Aries. So Mars has a quality of loyalty to it. I find Scorpio and Aries to be some of the most loyal signs and some of the most protective and defensive, like defending their own. And so this is because of Mars. Mars defends, Mars protects. So if you have a Scorpio on your side, then you're good to go. <laughs> you know, if somebody is coming at you, um, attacking you, or they're saying bad things about you, if you have a Scorpio friend, whether they have their sun in Scorpio, whether they're Scorpio rising or moon, or other planets in Scorpio, they will defend you. They will protect you. And it's always nice to have that. And they can be intense about it if they are, you know, end up defending you like to somebody else. They're going to speak their truth, right? They're going to speak, well, not just their truth, but the truth. And they're going to, they detect bullshit right away. Okay, immediately they know what's bullshit, <laughs> what's not. And if they detect that you're bullshitting, they will make that clear. And that's going to be intense, right? But they're going to call out the bullshit. And I love this about Scorpios. You can't hide things from them 
A Scorpio knows what you're doing. A Scorpio knows what you're up to. A Scorpio knows your secrets, you know, if you know them intimately. Like, they, they know. Scorpio, as a water sign, is very sensitive and intuitive. And I think this is what a lot of people miss, is that the sensitivity. Scorpios are very sensitive. They are emotional. They are a water sign. And I'm talking about sensitivity in a neutral or positive way, not in a negative way, as, you know, that word has gotten a lot of negative connotations attached to it. Sensitivity is a gift. It It's one that needs boundaries, you know, but it is a gift. And the sensitivity that the water signs have to offer is a tremendous gift. But it's a sacred one, and it's one that is not... For everybody and it's one that people are not entitled to but if you have the honor of experiencing the loyalty and sensitivity intuitive sensitivity of a Scorpio it's a very beautiful thing I want to go back to the triplicity rulers the moon Venus Venus is connection and intimacy and I think that that helps us understand Scorpio better. Like, yes, Scorpio wants to connect and be intimate, but not with anybody and everybody, right? It's going to be particular, it is particular about who it interacts with because it is a water sign. Water signs reflect, right? And they absorb other people's emotions and energy. So we, I have planets in every water sign, so I can say we, we, have to be very deliberate about who, whose energy we're around, who we let into our life, into our space, because we're affected by others. We're affected by other people's energy. And when we dive into a relationship, it has to be with someone we can trust and somebody who is not a bullshitter, right? Somebody who can hold space for our sensitivity and our intuition. So Scorpio has intuitive gifts. Now that doesn't mean that every Scorpio is in touch with their intuitive gifts, but they have them nonetheless. And even psychic gifts. I know a lot of Scorpios who have psychic gifts and either they're using them in their work um, or they just have them. Um, there's probably some Scorpios out there that don't realize they have psychic gifts. But if you are a Scorpio, rising sun or moon, and you're listening to this, you probably do. I mean, most likely. And I, and I encourage you to develop a relationship with your intuition and your psychic powers. Because it is part of your gifts. So the moon is a triplicity ruler, which makes sense because Scorpio is a nocturnal sign, which is the moon. And there is that reflective, you know, um, intuitive, sensitive quality going inward. Scorpio is good at being secretive, good at uncovering the truth of unearthing things. They make great spies. They make great detectives. They make great um, anything, too, that requires stamina because Scorpio is a fixed sign. They have stamina and they're going to, they're good at, they have staying power. They're good at seeing things through and being focused with what they're, 
passionate about. They, they are passionate because they're ruled by Mars. Mars is passion. And they can have an obsession to them as well, where they get obsessed with things. And that's also a Mars quality. That, that has its advantages and disadvantages, of course. Scorpio gets the stereotype that it's dark and sexual and intense. The intensity um, I already talked about, there is an intensity there. There can be a sort of piercing and penetrating quality to Scorpios. You can't bullshit them, right? And they're going to let you know that. Like, they're not to be messed with, and they're passionate. The dark stereotype, not all Scorpios are dark. Um, I, I've known some that are, like, like some are totally, like, gothic. They're totally goths, right? They, they got that inner goth, or maybe they're outer goth, or both. Um, but they have, like, that goth quality to them. But not every Scorpio has that. I've definitely met Scorpios that don't have that. So, you know, that one, eh, maybe. You know, sometimes yes, sometimes no. But I think whether they have that quality or not, they are more in touch with, you know, darkness of life and able to hold space for it or um, just they understand it more. And this is because... Scorpio season, you know, in the northern hemisphere happens in the fall when things are changing. The leaves are changing, you know, things are dying, the days are getting darker. So, of course, there would be kind of an element to that. But in the southern hemisphere, you know, it's spring and, you know, things are kind of coming to life. And, you know, Mars is also heat. So I think we could see this in the southern hemispheres, like things are kind of coming to life with the moon as a triplicity ruler. The moon can be life and water can be life, you know, water sign. So I think that it fits either way in either hemisphere, that it is a transitional time nonetheless. And I think Scorpios, they're a sign that's like regenerating themselves. There is that kind of process that's going on. And I think part of that is water and being nocturnal and fixed and like the combination of all of that. And I also think it's like Mars too, of like always kind of taking action and then the nocturnal water quality of growth, inner growth. So being interested in inner growth and regeneration, regeneration and renewal. The other stereotype is they're sexual. <laughs> this isn't always true. I think Scorpios have gotten this stereotype because, for one, of Mars. So Mars does represent sex often, but, you know, Mars rules Aries as well, and we don't really get that stereotype of Aries. But I think Scorpio gets it more because... Every sign and planet rules different parts of the body, and Scorpio is like the pelvic area and the genitals. <laughs> so I think that's why. But I think that, again, that's another one of those things that people project way too much onto. It's not like Scorpios are more sexual than other signs, necessarily, but they might have a more 
um, particular relationship to sexuality, maybe a regenerative relationship to sexuality that is a theme throughout their life and being water and kind of like going with the flow and absorbing there is kind of a quality of like you know change and adaptation with sexuality perhaps another stereotype of Scorpios is like they love to get revenge <laughs> I think there's some elements of truth to this and one of my favorite Scorpio Sun people who absolutely loves revenge is Fran Lebowitz. If you don't know who Fran Lebowitz is, she is an author, a public speaker. She's really funny. I used to think she was a comedian because she's so funny, but she's not a comedian. She's just funny. And she basically just talks to, for a living. She had that Netflix special. Um, pretend it's a city that Martin Scorsese did. She and Martin Scorsese are really good friends. Martin like adores her. She just gives her opinion about life and all kinds of things in society and says really funny things and so people pay her to give her opinion. <laughs> if you look at her birth chart, which I have, and I'm not going to go into it right now, but oh my gosh, does her birth chart really reflect her life. I mean, for real. But anyway, she is a Scorpio sun, and I have heard her in many interviews talk about revenge, and she says, any chance you get revenge, you should take it. <laughs> but, you know, we can see the Scorpio in her. She's got that intensity to her, and, and she's passionate, and, you know, she absolutely is a truth teller, right? You cannot bullshit Fran Lebowitz. And she has that quality to her of like, she's gonna live life her way. And this is what I see with Scorpios as well. They are gonna live life their way. You know, they're gonna do their thing. It doesn't always come easy. It's not necessarily always gonna be easy for them. But Scorpios are definitely focused on doing what they are here to do. You can't tell Scorpios what to do. You know, you can't try to manipulate them or coax them into things. No, they're going to speak the truth and they're going to do what they need to do. And some Scorpios learn that later in life, you know, like maybe they were masking or playing the game for a while until like they were able to really come into their own and come into themselves and embrace who they are more. But when they do, oh, it is liberating. They are liberated and they're living their truth and they are unapologetic about it. And I think Scorpios can make excellent healers because they are water sign and they have these really great intuitive gifts and because they are close to the truth. I just keep saying that, but it's it's true. <laughs> but Scorpios, like I said, can be really good at keeping secrets and being secretive. And they can, sometimes they're keeping the truth a secret because that's like their job. Like there's a lot of Scorpios that work in um, FBI or like national security or CIA. So they're good at that kind of work. 
But when it comes to like being who they are on a personal level, it's like they're going to live their truth. All right. Well, there's so much more I could say about Scorpio, but I want to keep these episodes on the shorter end, 30 minutes or less, so that you have time to listen. I hope this helps you understand Scorpio a little bit better. And if I haven't done an episode on your sign yet, stay tuned because I will all in good time. Make sure you're subscribed to Aaron Astrology Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate me five stars. <laughs> I appreciate it. And thank you to those who have done that and written me a review. Thank you so much for that. If you're interested in getting an astrology reading, you can go to my website, erinastrology.com. You can also grab my freebie, Discover Your Soul's Multiple Purposes, what your big three, your rising sign, moon, and sun sign say about your destiny on my website, and the link is in the episode notes, erinastrology.com, and I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a beautiful rest of your week.